Hey everybody, this is Will from Roots, Rednecks, and Radicals radio show and podcast, and this is going to be episode number two of my five songs I'm digging series. I wanted to do a little series of songs and do a deep dive into um, some particular songs and just kind of explore the artist, some of the musicians, the songwriting, the styles of music, the sounds in those songs, and uh, yeah, just give you a little more insight into uh, some of the songs that are out there. I'm trying to pick songs that are fairly recent um, the oldest one on here came out in September of, of 2021 but um, all of them have come out definitely in the last six months or so and all of them I think are just really cool songs that are fun and interesting and um, there's so much music out there I, I, I keep saying this to everybody but there's so much good music out there that it's really hard to figure out what um, what's good and what to listen to. So hopefully this find, helps you find some stuff that uh, you might be into. You might not dig all five of the songs, but maybe you'll dig a couple of them and uh, do a little re- re- more research on that particular artist. So there you go. Let's uh, let's dig into these songs together. All right. Well, the first song I want to talk about is a song called You Was Born to Die by Adia Victoria. Now, this is a cover song, an old blues tune from uh, Blind Willie Mattel, which came out in 1933. And um, this is a really uh, cool version of this song. Um, Adia Victoria considers herself a blues artist, which I think is a very interesting thing, because oftentimes when we talk about the blues, we talk about a sound that is very particular to a very particular time. Um, when, when I say blues, a lot of us think of, I think kind of the prototypical artist of the blues is B.B. King. And obviously B.B. King, fantastic, phenomenal blues guitar player. But um, but the blues is much bigger than that. And if you think of the blues as not just this one particular um, type of sound, uh, but rather um, a, a music that is uh, deeply embedded into the American psyche of um, American roots music. And you can't really talk about the blues and you can't really talk about um, the things that are happening in the blues without talking about the history of segregation, racism, slavery, all these sorts of things. Um, it's, it's a very complicated uh, sort of a deal. So I appreciate that um, Adia Victoria is a black woman from the South and um, she considers herself a blues artist and she's playing music that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily initially think oh this sounds like the blues um but it still it still gets into um into the blues and i think that's a really uh cool thing um there's a whole movement of um uh, of younger um uh, black and female and black and ma- black male and black female artists who are um uh, playing the blues and i think it's great um that um, that there's a whole new uh, uh, crop of players who are um, kind of taking the legacy of the blues and moving it forward so um some of these artists are like amethyst kaya um, Jackie Vinson, she's from um, uh, Austin, Texas. Kishana Armstrong is, is really fantastic. Um, and then uh, Gary Clark Jr., he's a little more traditional blues artist, like a great guitar player. He shreds on guitar solos. Um, but his music, is it, it, it has a lot of variations to it as well. And then um, uh, Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram, and and he's a shred master on the guitar as well. So those last two guys are a little more kind of in the in what, what people think about, you know, with the B.B. King style blues. Um, but, um, but I would say that they also branch out and just don't do that that 
one, four or five uh, blues uh, sort of thing. So that's some uh, some interesting stuff that's going on um, there. In this song, there's additional um, vocals by Margot Price and Kishana Armstrong. Um, they're both singing uh, background vocals on the song. And then Jason Isbell is playing the slide guitar as well. Um, so there's a, um, a, a lot of cool stuff happening musically in the song. I love listening to Isbell play slide guitar. I think he's one of the masters of that particular style. And uh, I think it's a cool thing. So that is something to listen to. And then I um, also wanted to mention that Adia has a podcast called Call and Response, where she talks about these issues quite a bit. There's an episode with Jason Isbell on it that I thought was really good, where they talk about his songwriting and um, being a white Southern male in, in, the, in the world today with all the stuff that's going on and uh, trying to be reflective in, in his music and whatnot. And then um, also another artist from the West Coast, he's from Sacramento, which is cool. I have a lot of roots in Sacramento. His name is Trey Burt, and uh, he was on the podcast. And that was a really, really cool uh, discussion as well. So check out her, her podcast, Call and Response. And um, it's one of those um, that you'll just want to listen to every single episode because they're all super fantastic. So there you go. Um, Adia has a lot of fantastic music out there, and you should definitely check her out. So here you go. Here's a little bit of You Was Born to Die by Adia Victoria. You made me love you. Had you made me cry You should remember That you was born to die Some stream of yellow Some in black and brown I got a black woman She used to be in town all right, so there you go. It's a little Adia Victoria for you with some Margot Price and Kishana Armstrong as well. This next song is a song by Jay Jackson and Aubrey Sellers. They're going by the duo name of uh, Jackson Sellers, and uh, both of them are fantastic songwriters and singers in their own right. Um, and they teamed up last year to put out an album, um, and it sounds pretty pretty fantastic. So um, I had Jay Jackson on the show uh, a couple years ago. Um, she put out um, an album that was produced by Mike Ness of Social Distortion. And uh, Mike Ness took an interest in Jay Jackson uh, a number of years ago and has been um, uh, working with her, producing her. His son, Julian, uh, plays guitar in her band. And um, I saw them live in Reno. And they sounded really, really cool. They have a cool sound about them. Uh, it's a lot of that Americana thing that's going on, the alt-country Americana deal, where it's kind of a blend of uh, country and punk rock sounds, distorted guitars and uh, things like that. Um, Aubrey Sellers is... Uh, is a um a solo artist as well and uh, she's from nashville and and um has a, a ton of uh, fantastic music that if you're not familiar with her check her out as well because she has a fantastic voice and a really cool stage presence and um uh, both of them teaming up together i think is an interesting cool thing that they're um uh, doing because they're both um such strong um artists in their own uh, right this particular song i think has a um a, a velvet underground kind of vibe to it the guitars are kind of jangly in the beginning and uh, it kind of reminds me of that um, a velvet underground -y, uh, way of, of, of playing. Um, not in a direct sense like this song sounds directly like a velvet underground song, but 
just kind of in a in a broader sense the um the the, the vibe and the, and the sound of the guitars uh reminded me of that in fact the guitars at the end of the song are my favorite part of this song i mean the lyrics are cool and the singing is is, is awesome and all that kind of stuff but um it does this build at the end of the song where the guitars get really big and fuzzy and loud and just kind of chaotic sounding and i really love that kind of stuff so um i thought that was a really cool um uh, way to go with it there's a lot of fuzz distortion um which I, I i love and if you're not a guitar person us guitar people we like to talk about distortion all the live long day if you get a bunch of dudes who play guitar or women who play guitar together in a room and um and start talking about amps and, and distortion uh if you don't know anything about it you might as well just leave because it's gonna bore the hell out of you <laughs> uh, but um if you don't want to know uh, just some of the basics of distortion it, ba- guitar distortion is that that kind of sound um it's it's based on amps being overdriven back in the day and then it sounded cool so they kind of dialed in the sound on purpose and there's different types of distortion if you think of how metal sounds different from like the blues and that sounds different from like 70s rock and that sounds different from say 90s rock um that's because there's different types of distortions happening with the guitar and it just gives you different flavors to play with fuzz is one of those sounds and uh, if you think of the song cherub rock by um smashing pumpkins speaking of uh, 90s grunge that is a a super fuzzy uh, classic fuzz distortion uh, sort of sound so if you listen to this song uh, and i'm going to play a little bit of it when it gets to that end part of the song and the guitars sound really heavy and big and and kind of a sound that's the that's the fuzz uh, that i'm talking about and i love that i love geeking out on on guitar tones and and all that kind of stuff so i thought that was a, a, a cool deal i I really just love how this song feels. Um, the the lyrics are about a breakup, you know, and you know uh, that kind of deal. Um, but I think sometimes um, songs like that can get dismissed uh, by especially men. Um, but I love that they're leaning into the tough sound of it, and I think that's that's super cool. And just a, it's a tough sounding song um, blended with their um, their beautiful voices harmonizing and blending with each other. So that's a great juxtaposition for a song. So there you go. I hope you enjoy this one. This is is uh, Jackson Sellers and this song is called Waste Your Time. Waste your time. This next band is called TK and the Holy Know-Nothings. This band is from Portland, Oregon, representing honky-tonk sounds from the Pacific Northwest. And they refer to their music as Psychedelic Doom Boogie, which I think is just fantastic. Now, I had these guys on the podcast not too long ago. They played a show up in uh, uh, Lake Tahoe, California at the Crystal Bay Club. And I went up and hung out for their uh, their sound check and then um, uh, went and uh, hung out with the guys a little bit before their show. 
and uh, had my interview and, and talked about their music and all that. So if you want more detail on the songs and the songwriting and the sound and all that kind of stuff, definitely check out my podcast on that. And that will inform you. Taylor gave us a lot of good insight in that episode. Um, now, Taylor's the lead singer and songwriter. And um, there's a couple other guys from Portland in the band. Uh, Jacob Anderson is from the band Fruition. And uh, he plays guitar in uh, TK and the Holy No Nothings as well. So a pretty cool deal there. I got um, uh, a lot of friends up in Portland, and I think it's a cool music scene. It's a cool town. I like going to visit there. I was up there this last summer hanging out, and I think it's a pretty cool place to visit. The main vibe I get from this band is Honky Tonk. It's got cool bass lines uh, driving the song. It has a funky, danceable vibe to it, and great lyrics that back up the feel of the song. It's interesting. When you talk about country music, not a lot of people talk about funk. When you talk about metal, not a lot of people talk about funk, but those are Definitely 100% elements of both honky-tonk country music and metal as well. If you don't believe me, go listen to any really popular metal music, like, say, um, some of the early Metallica stuff, or any Metallica stuff. Um, Slayer, I think, has some really groovy um, uh, feels to it. it. It's the stuff that is the way dudes bang their heads to it, you know? It has this, like, you know, it kind of, it's like, it's funky. It's kind of, you know, dancey in this weird angry kind of way but anyway um honky tonk music you know it's it's kind of the it's the foundation for line dancing that's why people want to line dance the boot scoot and boogie and stuff like that it's because it's funky you know and it has a, a danceable feel to it so i really get that from this band uh quite a bit and i really like the lyrics and speaking of the lyrics the lyrics are are based on and influenced by beat poetry i had a good talk with taylor about this and um basically kind of uh, leaning into this idea of holiness of the mundane that um oftentimes things get overlooked and disregarded shoved aside uh, but there's this real beauty found in things that are are like that I often um, I think about the poem sunflower suture by Allen Ginsberg it really captures this idea uh, finding beauty in a janky old sunflower behind a grungy old railroad track and uh, you know like the sunflower is a it's kind of a weed you know it, it grows you can just throw out a bunch of sunflower seeds and they'll find and somewhere to grow you know it's, it's they're pretty amazing plants uh, but I I think they're gorgeous. They're beautiful and um, so many colors and they're vibrant and there's like a bunch of different styles and, and, you know, you, you throw some seeds and give them some time. They'll, there'll just be some big ones and smaller ones and all that really, really interesting stuff. So the, the beat poets I think are fascinating. Alan Ginsberg, Jack Kerouac, guys like that. And uh, this, this, uh, this band really leans into that whole thing. So I think that's really cool. I enjoy it. And uh, man, this song, it just, uh, it just kills. It's fun. I got this on vinyl. I put it on in my house while I'm cooking dinner sometimes and uh, kind of dance around, cook a little dinner. It's good times. So here you go. This is TK and the Holy No Nothings and their song Serenity Prayer.
All right, so speaking of 90s country and honky-tonk kind of vibes, this song is right up that alley. This song is Nighttime Eagle by Jeremy Pinnell, and Jeremy Pinnell was on my podcast a couple weeks ago as well, so definitely, if you want more information on him, check out that podcast. He talks about his newest album and the songs, and we had a good conversation about all of that, but uh, this song is just fun. It just is really, really fun, and I love to put it on, love to listen to it. Reminds me of, again, 90s country and that whole thing. And I, I don't mean to harp on that too much, but I miss it. And I think you could probably tell that I really miss 90s country because uh, things are a little rough out there. And it's nice to just hear music that's fun. Um, there's a great line in this song called that where he says, um, I'm just keeping it cool like a nighttime eagle. And that just cracks me up. Because when I was talking to him, he was he was talking about where he came up with that phrase and how um, he's like, have you ever even heard of a nighttime eagle? It's not really even a thing. It just sounds funny you know and i <laughs> i just thought that was great so yeah keeping it cool like a nighttime eagle i say that to my wife every now and again and uh, it always makes me laugh um it's not too deep not too depressing just fun and light and i really appreciate that and uh i really appreciate um uh, you know putting out music that sounds like that so that is the song nighttime eagle by jeremy pinnell check him out check out his album if you see him around touring definitely go see him live he's a fantastic artist so here you go nighttime eagle by jeremy pinnell I miss my son, my daughter, and my wife back home Just leave me alone I hate talking on the phone And you all know I ain't doing nothing illegal I'm just keeping it cool Like a nighttime eagle All right, that brings us to our last artist we're going to talk about here on this podcast, and that is Darren Bradbury. Now, Darren Bradbury was originally on Cafe Rooster Records out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's the first place that I came across Darren's music, and... That is a record label started by Sally J and Brian Wright. And shout out to Sally J and Brian out in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, that record label is really, really cool. And they got a lot of cool artists on that label. So um, definitely check them out. Um, both of them ha- are, are songwriters and have fantastic music out there in their, in their own right. So check that out. And then check out the other artists on their label as well. It's super good stuff. Now, Darren's on Anti Records now. And a lot of cool artists on, on that, like Jeremy I. Ivy is on there. Jay Jackson is on Anti and a bunch of cool stuff there. So um, Anti Records, cool record company too. Um, This song has a very stream of consciousness feel to it. And again, that kind of uh, alludes back to the Jack Kerouac beat poetry kind of thing. Um, It's a style of poetry that was written and developed by Jack Kerouac. His book On the Road is considered the kind of the primary examples of the style of stream of consciousness. And it's just sort of allowing the mind to just keep going. And there's not really a whole lot of, you know, logical pauses here and there it just it's just like as you think it's almost like a dream state kind of a kind of a deal a really interesting way to write a book now this song to me is just hilarious because there's so many things that are going on um like the line where he says why do you got why you got to be so serious kid i think a lot of us um spend a lot of time in college discovering new things and feeling like we were the first person to ever think these new thoughts um obviously we weren't and there were a lot of people who came before us who thought of this stuff as well 
but we all kind of go through that phase of, you know, you start reading books and thinking stuff. You're like, oh, man. Uh, But the line about the poem and the sparrow perched on a dumpster in some city experiencing rapid revitalization and growth at the cost of widening inequity is just absolute genius. Like you just imagine this, this kid thinking he's so deep. And I imagine myself, you know, and my friends and when we were in that stage in our life, uh, thinking you're so deep cause you're writing this poem about a sparrow perched on a dumpster and it juxtaposes beauty with, you know, uh, the, the disposable nature of capitalism and all that stuff. <laughs> It just cracks me up because like we've all been through that um, whole thing. The song really feels like a McSweeney's article to me. It's kind of poking fun at this sort of person, but also you are that per- like if you're listening to the song, it's pretty good chance you're this type of person as well. So you know it's it's kind of just playing on that whole thing. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people are just you know um, uh, at one stage or another in your life uh, you were that person. Um, I think it's important to have ideas and thoughts and values. I don't want it to diminish that in any way. Um, but I also think it's good to relax a little bit. The last two years have been the last five years. I mean, the last 20 years. Okay. My whole life, it's just been crazy. And, uh, yeah, I think we can all agree that the last, um, uh, two years have been a very intense version of what we've all been experiencing. There's no denying that. And I don't want to diminish that in any way. Um, but man, we're going to have to live together and we're going to have to find some way of figuring out what this all looks like and what this all looks like going forward and so i i think having a little fun and and laughing at ourselves is totally uh fine um i appreciated the lighthearted uh feel and the lighthearted look at the song um it's a very heavy topics and um i just think we're gonna need some release if we're gonna get through all this stuff um there's so many issues covid and environmental destruction an unstable economy unstable politics it's really a lot. You know, I'm a school teacher. And so I've been feeling it this whole year. The kids are feeling it. Teachers are feeling it. Nurses, you know, the, the whole bit. So um, I just like it when we can all just kind of take a deep breath on occasion and chill and relax and just kind of have a, a, a good laugh at something. So there's that. In fact, you know, I think that um, whole thing is completely necessary. So this is the song by Darren Bradbury called Field Notes from a College Town. So here you go. I hope you enjoy it. About a sparrow perched on a dumpster in an alley in some city experiencing rapid revitalization and growth at the cost of a widening inequity. You've been down to the streetside mall Yeah, my sister's friend, she painted the mural She works at the coffee shop And her boyfriend Greg, he plays in some band You know they're getting pretty big They were top ten something on something or other And I've never caught a show all right, so there you go. I hope you guys found something that you really enjoyed in that set of five songs. And uh, I hope you can go follow the artists on social media, give them some support, buy the merch, see them when they're out there playing, if you feel safe going to shows and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, support the music scene. Also, you can support the show by giving me a follow on um, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or by liking and subscribing to my show wherever you listen to this podcast. And uh, share it with some friends. Tell some other people, like, hey, is this guy yakking about music for 20 minutes and you might enjoy it i'd appreciate that so until next time everybody have a great one and i will see you next time